it's been awesome watching what God is doing in the nations and why God has called you and I for such a time as this. If you don't think there's something special about 2020, then something is definitely wrong with you. <laughs> like, as, like, how? And there is actually nothing special about a year other than the people that occupied that year. There are children of the millennium, people. And I think God wants me to tell you tonight that everyone is born special for greatness, but almost everyone rejects it. Jesus fed the crowd. He taught the multitude. When I come on here, I come to speak to the few. The few would receive that word and feed, feed the multitude. They are for food. They are not for teaching. It's always the 1%. It's always the elite. And that's what God is doing. So I fully understand that. I get it. So when we come on and teaching nights like this, or when we come on to speak, I'm not expecting the whole world in. That's the multitude. I'm business with the multitude. Someone... Even in the nation family will say, oh, sir, I'm so sorry that I missed the Thursday service. I went on a business tour for whatever business means. I said, I wasn't talking to you on Thursday. I, I wasn't talking to you. That's not anger or, or it's not pleased. No, I wasn't talking to you. So in other words, you didn't need to be there. You needed to actually be where you were. Because that's where God's got you. That's where he wants you to be. I wasn't talking to you. So tonight, I, I'm just believing God for grace to go as slow as this and just speak to you. Especially as I feel that we're in a strategic time of the year. The last three months of the year is supposed to be the best months of our lives and the not too best month of the world. And so I believe it was on that note that the Spirit of God began to teach us about Abraham. In other words, it's no longer a story. Abraham was a person that became a law. Pastor Sam was saying about lost tonight. God will draft his law in our heart, our core our position, our position as well, will begin to drive us towards certain laws in our lives that are created just for us. So when he calls you into a nation family, into a spark nation, just like he did Abraham to, she, to, to, to Moriah, when he calls us, he gives us laws, he makes us law. So there are people who follow certain laws. There are people who God uses to write a new law for a new generation. And so your situation is peculiar to you because God is trying to teach a new law to a generation like never before. A people 
yet unborn. Oh God. A people that the world has not seen before. All of a sudden, the world has never, as long as the church has been existing, the church has never been faced with a challenge like this where people can actually start their own church on Twitter. And that doesn't have to be a church that calls on Jesus. It's a church just of solution. Economic power. Influence. Power. You know, every man is looking for power. Satan was trying to be God. <laughs> and so the church has never seen this before. And it gets worse. And God looks around and says, what am I going to do? Not as if he doesn't know what to do, but you know what I mean by that. And he finds you, puts you in a position where when you heard of a spark nation, you were attracted to a God had you set up. You're going to be the law for the next generation, the law of how to give. The law of how to lead. The law of how to have faith. The law of what leadership now means. Because those who are growing up in this generation will only see people. I was thinking about it tonight. I would see a five-year-old Joe, Joey or a seven-year-old daughter or a son or whoever. You know when they speak, right? They speak like. You wonder where they picked it from. They speak like the program they watch on TV. I think if I was saying something and Joe was standing there saying blah, 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 blah. I'm thinking, where did you get that from? These are the things that they see on TV. And does it not bother you that there are no believers controlling those contents? How powerless can a person be when even your kids are controlled? And it's legal for them to be controlled and brainwashed that way. It's very legal. Like, it's legalized to control the minds of... It's just movies, you know. It's just children program. How did the church not have control over that side? We're busy praying. Mommy needs a miracle. What's the miracle? She wants to build a, a, a housing guy. Mommy needs a miracle. And so mommy is wondering why her daughter doesn't listen to her. Because some other people formed your daughter. So you see, the contest did not finish when God drove Satan out of heaven. Satan actually came. I'm coming somewhere. Satan actually came into the world and he formed himself into a God. Because what God means is worship to him. He controls the minds. If we're gonna break that there's no other way so this is what you find even amongst us sometimes people who are brainwashed and thought and then they think they are thought subconsciously and then they think I'm gonna be great in life on my own I'm just gonna be great you're brainwashed you're damaged because you're defining greatness yeah, by the lessness, being less of the people you see around you. Greatness is bigger than what you as a person can achieve by yourself. Whereas you can be a great musician in court, it only gets you out of poverty. It doesn't even get your child because you don't know what the world will be like in 15 years time. 
the real great people are those who control what the world will be in years time and that's why God invited Abraham to Moriah so come with me again tonight and let's go to Moriah the house of the greatest given ever and I want to speak about one river uh, maybe we will get there tonight maybe not I don't want to speak fast I just want us to talk the seed is always looking for the lamb. The lamb does not move. The seed has to move because as long as it's carried by man, it has to locate where the lamb is. The lamb is on Moriah. I want us to start with the scripture that says tonight, Behold the lamb of, uh, of God that takes away the sin of the world. Uh, so now God looks at an Abraham. Let me use an Abraham as if he's an object. God looks at Abraham and said, look, you, you've waited for me for all this number of years. Abraham's life was going to be a law. Abraham's life, even though he was not born when a special moon came out and when certain, when he was born, there was no certain earthquake that would make you know, wow, Abraham, why, how do I know? even if that happened it wasn't recorded if it's not recorded it means it's irrelevant now he was born like you and I and all of a sudden God looks at this man and say I want to write the law of a new nation through you all the nations of the earth will be blessed it was not connected to anybody it was not connected it was the family it, it wasn't from a prominent family it was the family so sometimes when you're not from prominent family when you're not from big families because you are actually the big family uh, it means that the story actually of your family line starts from you <laughs> it means that no you're not the continuity of another person's story when sometimes it feels like nobody is helping you it means you are the help are you listening to me tonight so you don't help the help because he is help already and so he teaches us self i don't want to rush you know he teaches us self-discipline and he teaches us focus because we are the thing we are the object we are the material that god is using to form uh, a new earth and a new heaven actually because when Melchizedek met Abraham he said and blessed be Abraham possessor of heaven and earth so we found his own quarters in heaven actually when people die they go to Abraham's bosom and from Abraham's bosom you can actually see hell <laughs> isn't that amazing and so but anyways anyways that's not my when we get to one river and four heads you understand why we're given through four heads this month. It's prophetic to me. I think it leads us to the 40th year, a whole generation. That's not because I'm going to be 40. It's a generation. It's proverbial. Times are proverbial. He said, let the lesser moon, lesser sun, I mean, lesser light run the day. I mean, run the light and the big. So times are dictated, seasons and people. But let's see Abraham tonight. We found the lamb in Moriah. God said, Abraham, you're going to be the family. It means that your story is going to be unusual. It is not your antecedent. It is not what happened to you. 
it is what you are going to do what you are going to do Abraham will make your story different in other words you did not um, you chose barrenness because you chose to stay with Sarah because of a promise so it's not what happens to you it, 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 there will be the things that you did to yourself the problem you caused to yourself in the midst of giving it's going to be what you chose and I chose giving giving did not happen to me so you see people still end up poor not because they gave <laughs> it's not what they chose so if poverty is what I get from giving I chose it if being looking looking stupid is what I gained through what I chose I choose it and I'm happy with the outcome of what I choose are you listening to me tonight so goes 50 years now many years no child then he gets a child one and God turns to him and say I want you to sacrifice that guy to me God was writing a law in other words from Abraham we're going to learn that obedience to God is eternal it is not even based on bargaining However, God swore to Abraham that in blessing, he will bless him because Abraham had become a law. Are you listening to me tonight? I wonder why men like Socrates and Plato became laws. I don't understand. There was a level of sacrifice that a person gets to. And you know, if you're listening to me right now, you're just an ordinary person. You won't even understand anything I'm saying. You may like me, but you won't get it. But God will still keep you in the family because, yeah. So now, Abraham becomes a law because he's waited for all these years. You know, what baffles me again with Abraham, despite the few faults and many faults, because one fault with God is many faults. If you disobey one of the laws, you've disobeyed everything. And so, Abraham with a few faults that is God, it amazes me that God was not paying at any attention, never corrected him for any wrong. He did say, walk before me and be without perfect. That's a talk, that's a conversation. He did have conversation with him, but you see, he never accounted anything to Abraham other than faith. And so, in other words, there might be many people in the room, it is where God is going that he focuses on. Is not focused on your weakness. I think at the end of the day, no weakness will be recorded for people of faith. I just think so because they're you know, I, I've got someone saying to me this weekend, was saying about how God comes through for him. He's a big guy, he's built some few things here and there. He says, What I've learned is never borrow, just da 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 da. Looked at him when he finished. I said, Um, how old are you? You're 60. I'm talking about Abraham. You're close to 60 if no more, right? You're in my house. I'm just going to be 40. Sometimes for a week I don't pick your call. You still find me. You're trying to do things with me. So what makes you feel that you can teach me what to do? I said, let me tell you something. If I feel God wants me to do something, I'll do it anyhow. Let's be clear. Like as in, anyhow is a how. Hence why you are here 20 years apart. Hence why you text the 40 year old boy saying, oh, you've not picked my call. Hence why you are here. Now, if you open your internet and you see such a man, you say successful man. Wow, wow. 
Stop wowing before you are wowed out of life. Stop wowing. Calm down and hear the truth. Said it with seriousness then. Said that then he clocked and said, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, what was I thinking? <laughs> no, you were not thinking. That's why. You were thinking, I've never been to your home. I've never been to your home. You look for me. So I must be doing something, right? It's called Abraham. So stop quoting that scripture because you don't know what it means. Anyways, the seed is always looking for the lamb. And at Moriah, the seed and the lamb found themselves. There were four people on Moriah. God, the lamb, Abraham, and Isaac. When we get there this week sometime, you'll see the four heads. Everyone that's got the Trinity and one man. The Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the earth. What is sin? Sin is not an action. Sin is a state. Did you hear what I just said? Sin is not, let's say smoking is wrong. That's sin that they read for us in the Bible. Sin is not smoking. Sin is a state of being. When Adam detached from God, the Bible says it's sin. That is sin. Sin is separation. So if a child is born today, he's born a sinner. That's what scripture teaches us. That's not all. That's what I don't like about the pastor. How can they say a child is a sinner? Hey, bro, I'm only quoting the Bible. I interpret the word. I don't make up the word. Read your Bible. And stop being an idiot. Sin is a state. I've given you this illustration before. Imagine a child's party. That's what they use in Nigeria. A child learns how to pass out waste with party. You train them with a party, right? This I'm illustrating to them. A child's party. You've just asked for food. And they served you food in the party. Meanwhile, this party is new. Straight from Tesco. But your rice is in it. How do you feel that with that party? You feel, why are you serving me? But then your host says, I've never used it before. It's brand new. Yeah, it is brand new, but it is party. Humans can be brand new. But since Adam fell, yeah, it became party. So it doesn't matter the good, the food in it might be the best food. <laughs> if you're not wet, you will not say, just give me a brand new party. Put the food there. That's how I like to eat. You will look at the person and say, you're wet. But it's never been used before. So when it says, behold the Lamb of God, it means look at the Lamb. Now, the Lamb was what we encountered in Moriah that at the point, at the point, look at this, at the point of seed, what happened? Man was going to be restored to what man is actually supposed to be. And it would change from being a sinner, a party, to a real vessel that God can use. But God did not find that in Abraham until he got to Moriah. When he got to Moriah, are you ready with, with our scripture? Please read it. 
Now it came to pass after these things. No, I need to behold the Lamb of God first. The next day, John saw where, where Jesus. Are you reading from? John 1.29. This is the witness of Jesus. The next day, John saw go on, man. Jesus uh -huh. coming toward him and said, And he made an announcement. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin so of the world. Imagine the first place where we saw the Lamb. It was in Eden. In Eden, Adam, Adam has messed up. Remember who Adam was. Adam was God. He was a creator. He named all the animals. He controlled four rivers in his house. The land of gold. I, I, I was reading that four rivers today and I thought to myself, where did Christian pick the notion of poverty from? I don't get it because one land actually serviced and made gold fresh. That's the, that's the work. And so now Adam messed up and the lamb came. God himself, look at this now. God himself was the one who took the lamb, sacrificed the lamb and covered them. He covered their nakedness for time. But God looks at man and says, I won't always cover you because I created you to be self-sufficient. And now God covered them, covered their nakedness in the, in the Garden of Eden. That means that before our period of realization, when we were out there in court in the world, what God did was to keep us because of purpose until he finds a matured man who can be child enough because to be matured is to be child with God. A matured man who can be child enough who can obey what this spirit, God, is saying to him. So he covered us to this moment. He covered Adam. Adam could not create anymore because Adam has fallen. But God created covering for Adam, oh God. So in the best place of God, it can only cover man. So our parent and predecessors, for what they knew, God covered them. So they will say, it is by the grace of God that I'm alive. And God says, no, I don't want to keep you breathing by the grace. I want you to create. So when Adam fell, he lost everything. He lost the power to be in control of the world and to take over, he lost everything. And Satan began to rule the art of men again, but God covered him. Many times that we could have died for certain things that happened in our lives, but God covered us. He covered us in Eden until Adam, Abraham comes. When he found Abraham, he said, Abraham, I'm not going to cover you. You will create your own cover. You will have to do three days journey. Jesus is going to do that journey. I'm coming. You're going to have to do three days journey with your seed in your hand. Then you will encounter me on Moriah where I provide. Behold, look well. You see the word behold means be aware. Look at the lamb. <laughs> you know when we found Jesus in the New Testament, he walked on water. He did the impossible. He commanded um, 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 the, the, the tree to dry off. He moved a mountain. That was Adam, guys. So when he says behold the lamb of God, what would takes away the shortcoming of cosmos you didn't hear me be all the lamb of god who takes away the, the the shortcoming sin is shortcoming did you see in your bible when the bible says in romans chapter 3 or so for all have sinned and come short so what sin 
does is that it creates lesser economy. Sin, sin makes man. Man is powerful, but he cannot provide solution. That's sin. Sin makes man covered for a while. So Adam was discovering things by himself. Look at what seed does. Seed will open you up to a new level of creation. Eh? A new level of Adamic nature. The second Adam. Are you listening to me tonight? I said I don't want to rush, you know. The lamb restored the man. No wonder. So look at the life of Isaac. I wish we had time to read about Isaac tonight. Look at the life of Isaac now. Isaac was, was supposed to be slaughtered on sacrifice table, on system, altar. Abraham built an altar system. And he was going to sacrifice his child. You see what our parents did unconsciously? Sacrifices on the altar of system without knowing. And God says, no, look, you don't need to sacrifice your child on the altar of system. The lamb takes away what the shortcoming is. So when you see things like looking up to Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, he said, look, behold this lamb. He took away that shortcoming. In other words, anyone watching me tonight, your creation power is limitless. Well, the kind of power in you to change the world is unlimited. Not nothing. Oh God, I wish you were babies so that I can speak to you. Because what is going to stop you tonight is the limitations you've witnessed in your life. But how did we get better as Fat Nation? We just beheld the Lamb. We're just looking at the Lamb, looking up to Jesus. Behold the Lamb of God. So I understand what more John was saying here. What is the sin of the world? Adam's sin. What, what was this? So I can't trace that sin unless I see the effect. I don't understand sin until I see the effect of sin. Because sin brings shortcomings. So when you've seen movies where Hollywood is trying to depict us as gods, like as things are important, we do things that are impossible, right? Have you seen Hollywood struggling? It is spiritual. They are trying to say something that the Christian world has refused to believe, whereas you should be the real demonstrator of that. The Bible says the earnest expectation of creation is waiting for the manifestation of Adam's. He's looking for Adam's but This Adam was restored back. So God pointed. God says, I won't kill the lamb for you. You will kill the lamb yourself now. Mm. Really, you gave it all for us. He allowed man to kill him. But no, no, let's, let, let's stay in Moriah. <laughs> let's stay in Moriah for a moment. So, I, again, I look at this scripture and say, the lamb of God. What is the effect of the sin of Adam? He became a lesser human. He couldn't create anymore. He had to discover. And discovery takes time. Errors. You go through errors and errors and errors. And by the time you finally become Warren Buffett, there will be no teeth. So you can stand on Twitter and be advising this how to invest. Yeah, right. There's no tea to eat, nothing. Man will discover, and that would be the best of man. But can I announce something to you? There's a new generation that is emerging. The second Adam creation. The one that was perfected in Peter. The lamb restored man. 
got man into position without a fee but Adam paid the fee through obedience my seed has to be constant obedience because I, seed even though it's given over 10 years it's a minute journey it's still a 3 day journey it's nothing like I used to give 5 years it's still 1 minute story in court before God it's a story see how quick we read Adam's story and he traveled to the other three days and God said sacrifice boom over done it's not 10 years it's a minute and it's either you make it into that book or not I wanted to hear me tonight without a charge but that was because Abraham paid the fee obedience and God was saying you know when God keeps saying in your seed all the nations will be blessed you can't understand that except if you're one you've become a Christian who just reads and hears the story and say wow wow and go away you know I pause a bit and say it took away the sin of the world he reconnected us so reconnection to God is not so that you can look spiritual. It's so that you can even be more earthly. The first man was not designed for spiritual realm. Otherwise he would have stayed in heaven with God. It was made to come and defeat what was made by God. It was made to come and defeat the spiritual man. Have you seen Satan before? Have you seen Lucifer before? The hand of God created Lucifer. Is the invincible being. Is a, is a great imagination. Untouchable. It's like the wind. We can't see him. But God made something physical to defeat what is supernatural. So why are Christians trying to be heavenly? When man was designed to be so earthly that he would de defeat heavenly things on his earth. And so where did the lamb, oh God, oh God, where did the lamb come from? The lamb that was supernatural. The sacrifice of the earthly man. Obedience. So do you know what the seed did? The seed translated I Abraham and Isaac into the spiritual being so that they can be earthly spiritual to defeat the spiritual thing that was on earth because without that seed the earthly, the heavenlies of God is not coming into the man of the earth and it's not going to have power to defeat the, the spiritual thing so, no, no, you're not getting me so there was a swap of place Satan was never created for the earth that's why he can't win Man was never created for heaven. That's why all this preaching about heaven is our home, heaven is our home. We're believing it and boom, boom, council bill comes. You see that is red high. It's no longer an heavenly man. It deals with earth. But the problem, the reason why he's facing that problem is because he's become too much of a heavenly man. And there is no exchange for heavenly stuff. So man, God looks for a man that can carry him on earth and say, I wish that I can just pour the all of me into you, but it cannot happen 
unless you give me your son you've got to give me your last so that I can give you my last so that I'm qualified but you see Satan he cannot win on this earth because he's got no son there's nothing to exchange he cannot exchange anything as long as I have something to exchange I will take any nation he's changing for everyone's stuff something happened on Moriah that night something happened on Moriah man became God the revelation of the spirit behold so one night also Peter was going to behold Jesus said what do men say that I am and Peter said you are the son of God boom an exchange has happened don't forget before that time Peter had sacrificed all his God following a man who seemed to have an economic future maybe has sacrificed that future and followed a man who was just preaching about a great deed that will happen how the whole world will change isn't that how your parents will say you guys believe that something something like you're, you're following something great will happen you're not the dead one they are the dead one now Peter beheld him now later Peter will say to us and we beheld him as of the image of the son the son was Adam so your perfection is how much you've understood earth this guy because we were not created for heaven guys where are you going home what's home earth behold I saw a new heaven and a new earth if, if what we were taught as Christians was real, there should not be earth we should all just go to heaven we can't survive there because that's not what we're created for man was created for earth come let us make man not angels in our own image after our own likeness and then he programmed them he wrote the first law it's not thou shalt obey your father the first law was dominate there will be more obedience if you live as man you, how, how do I put this now the first law was replenish the earth subdue it if you are doing that you will not disobey the laws of God so God gave those laws for man to know that you failed because if you are in your own natural element there will be no ten commandments in the first place so now the laws that God gave man is the struggle of man to become like God Abraham had no law he tithed without law was not love tightening before Abraham tightened. Given is not a law, even though it's a law. So it's a spiritual earth law. Man was designed for the earth. Everything in you wants to stay here. Even the pastors who created SUs and life of deeper Christian and stuff like that. All of a sudden they don't want to die so one of the greatest holiness preacher the wife died and he remarried a young girl. I'm thinking well shouldn't you and I'm not saying it's wrong but it should be like you should be going to heaven like like you you're gonna go out and you've got security around you why with God why you just told us to prepare for heaven prepare for heaven prepare for heaven why do you have soldiers guiding you in Nigeria why don't you walk freely why are you afraid of death you were created for heaven why are you here no man's inside real inside right wants to be here and guess what God wants to be here but he cannot come 
except he passed through Moriah. The lamb was on Moriah waiting. Who will bring me to the earth? Because I can't just come and impose on the earth. So how did I know the, uh, no sin, the effect of its shortcoming? Lesser. So it makes me love in court, Hollywood more, because I see that they are struggling. They are looking for you. All the, so in every movie you will see an actor, this guy is being shot by 100 people. But he doesn't die. But he shoots the 100 and they die. Hollywood, the world is looking for men of earth who are in control. Do you see? That's what God wired man to be. Replenish the earth. Subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air. That's, how, how do you have dominion over the birds of the air? Things that you cannot touch. The ruling place of man is from the earth. The headquarters of men. The heavens, all oh, the heavens are yours, oh God. But the earth you have given to the sons of men. And so God wants me to tell you tonight that the best of man that we've seen is the weakest of man without the lamb. What was I saying? I really don't want to rush. Isaac was systems. The wisdom for system is in Isaac. So I love the story of Isaac. I was going to tell you that the trajectory. So this guy is born now. Da, 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 da. He met a father and a mother that were actually separate. And so it was Isaac and, I mean, Abraham and Sarah separate. Read your Bible, please. But anyways, he, met, he meets his dad and mom. Beloved child, everything. And all of a sudden, he found himself in situations where I love the illustration of the fact that he dug three wells. And when he dug this well, he always faced opposition. And one day he decided, I'm going to go down to Egypt just like his father did. In the time of famine, they always go to Egypt. Egypt has mastered earth. So at the end of the day, if you don't get this message, you will go to Egypt. And God does not destroy Egypt. That's the funniest thing. Like, God does not just rain every storm because Egypt is God's backup plan. Abraham got rich from Egypt. Anyway, it's not story for today when we get to four heads. So, he wants to go down to Egypt and he has a revelation and God says, do not go down to Egypt. And God taught him again take the economy of the nation you're in and the Bible says and Isaac look at that scripture and Isaac sowed in that land in that year in other words it is not his seed it's the seed of his father but his seed is still going to activate something the Bible says and the man Isaac began to begin to be great he had a story of the start of his greatness until he became very great very great he sold in a barren land you know a land where nothing comes out from so now i get why the first well i need you to look for those wells because look the trajectory the trajectory of isaac was this is that has seen the love of moriah the exchange has been done powerful move has been done now isaac started by digging wells God wanting to tell him the story of earth. The Bible says that he dug a well one day and people were jealous of him and they poured earth into that well. 
So the world is now blocked. Yeah? It's a story. They began to become great. They were getting greater and greater. But it was all well. When Jesus comes, and when he came and comes, the well, the water I will be talking about will be rivers. He that believes in me, out of his belly shall flow rivers. So Isaac needed to fulfill the, the, the mandate of man, which is in the realm of man, you will still compete still. Even though there is power for you, you will still fight. You will still compete and you will start small. You will build great. You will start small. But when it gets to Peter, the revelation of Jesus will be clearer and it will be a mighty river that comes from the inside of you. But we're not there yet. Four heads. One river. What were you going to read, please? Then I, I really don't want to get into the preaching stuff tonight. Talk to me. Then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper and continued prospering. Did you see that? The man began. So there are some blessings that are not from God. He began. So don't let any fear come to you. When you begin to prosper, you will continue to. It's the lamb. He began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. I choose this part of the Bible. The pastors can choose the, he began to be poor and continued to be poor until he became very poor. Take that. That's your father's portion. Take it. Receive it. Take it. Make heaven with it. Use poverty as your ticket to eternal life. And eternal life, go and live in your mansion with all your girlfriends. Sharing, you'll be a neighbor to a terrorist because it's the same ideology. It's the same ideology. Die here on earth and have many girls in heaven. You're deceived. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until it became very. I'm wondering, what is the definition of prosper? Continue prospering. How do you define very? In other words, the English word had no more word for it. He, he just said, he, look, let's just put very. Like, we can't describe it anymore. He's talking about the similitude of Adam. Let me tell you, from began to prosper, it's already millions. Continue prospering, that's billions. By the time a man is making trillions, you don't know how do you even count that. So it's even more than money. It's a dominion spirit by God. God's dominion spirit does not come with pride. It comes with humility. In other words, let me quickly add that the more you prosper in God, the more humble you become. I love the fact that the Bible says the man, not the angel. We can beat Satan to it in this world. It says the man. Not the spiritual man. He calls him the man. Meaning he's like you. So I wrote here, I said, lost in Adam. Isaac was system. The wisdom for system is in Isaac. This is system. Leave that scripture there, please. This is system. The, the man began to prosper, continued prospering, is now understanding system. I need those wells, you know. 
Please read it, please. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and a great number of servants. So? The Philistines envied him. Uh-huh. Now the Philistines had stopped up all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham his father. And they had filled them with earth. Yeah. And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are much mightier than we. These guys, the Philistines, powerful people of their time, they actually had to look at Isaac and say, You are mightier. How can one man be mightier than a nation? How do? How are you mightier than them? This guy has entered into something. He's become the man of the earth. That's not a carnal man. A carnal man does not give. Carnal man, he would, he's afraid. A carnal man steals. No, a thief. He steals and stores it up to build a life. Thinking, should you not know you already failed? Say, I'm just being clued up now. I'm investing in other business and storing up money. I don't want anybody to know. But, but you stole the money. You cheated people. How? You already know that's a failed mission. How is that going to be? It's already failed. It doesn't make sense. Even normal sense. So, but those who don't even see a kind of man, a kind of man saves for the economy, doesn't know what pounds will be like. A kind of man. But a man of the earth is the master of it all. It's not mastered by it all. So, those who want to say, oh, if you have, no, a kind of man is mastered by everything. Experience of others master him. Failures of his mastered. It's not so a man of the earth is Isaac. He sold in that land in that year. In other words, it was not mastered by famine. In famine, you don't sow because you already know your seed will die. In famine, you know what people do in famine. Every food you have, you store and you manage for time. The earth entered saving more because you store the money. Then you say, This can last me. If something bad happens to me, this will last me from February to January next year. So it starts, it does not sow in famine. But the man who has mastered the earth is Isaac. He knows that the fact that there's famine everywhere. Let me can I show you another woman of the earth? It's called the widow of Sarephath. And she was not going to sow anything until the man of God who has mastered the earth. Can I tell you another man? It links. It's a blockchain thing now. The man was sitting. There was famine in the whole country. And God told the prophet, the man who has mastered the earth, unusual. God told him, go to the brook Cherith. You see when he said, have dominion over the birds of the air. So this raven who is stingy was bringing the man of the earth who has mastered the earth was bringing him food at the brook called Cherith and this food is not to be stored let's go back to the children of Israel in the wilderness it's called manna so there was no food in the wilderness they've mastered because they were within God's jurisdiction but on earth they were eating manna the Bible says at night when it's cold there's a pillar of fire that provides it for them. So they were not afraid of how will I pay my eating, uh, my eating eat bill, my electricity bill. No, they had electricity. 
by night the pillar of fire guided them the moon led them by day they were not confused and brought their light are you listening to me they've mastered the earth meaning whatever is happening in the earth at the time did not concern them actually let's go a bit further i mean backward a bit in egypt there was darkness everywhere but in goshen there was a light they've mastered the earth so these people were have unusual situation unusual circumstances in their life when the earth is in a certain way uh, they are in a certain way they've mastered are you listening to me should we go a bit back uh, okay, otherwise we won't get to where we're going tonight let me calm down. I don't want to preach. I may stop any moment from now, actually. These guys have mastered everything. They were in charge. They did not reign in heaven. For those who have received the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ and the, uh, and what again now, and the abundance of grace will reign in life. Isn't that what God wants? He doesn't want you to reign in heaven. You're not going to reign there. He, you are created, fashioned from the earth. So if you're afraid, so to speak, to die, which we shouldn't be because we're in Christ, it is human because he wants you to finish. We let people master the earth, man. We... Because we never really got to Moriah, you know. But anyways, are you going to read something for me, please? For if by the one man's offense, death reigned through the one. What brought death? What is death? Disconnection from God. What brought this sin? The Bible says death reigned. It was, you remember the monarch. It was a monarch. It was a king. It still reigns. Death is fear. He said, how am I going to pay this bill tomorrow? No, you, you're supposed to be in a messy situation, but master the earth. Meaning, your rebound, your rebounds, it doesn't matter how much people hate you or speak against stagnation. It is feeling, feeling. You feel, Philistines will fill the well with dog or with dig with earth. But Isaac goes another place and dig another until he prospered. And, <laughs> and he continued stagnation. You will continue to prosper until you become very, I feel the anointing tonight, you become very prosperous because the men who have mastered the earth, so at the brook cherries, everybody was starving. A bird, that's what's going to happen to you. A bird, a raven, kept appointment, two square meal a day to the prophet. The prophet was not moving anywhere, was just sitting by the brook cherries. Oh God, you didn't hear that right. He was not looking for food because there was no food anywhere. There wasn't food, but there was food. God's storehouse somewhere on this earth is going to bring stagnation gold. It's going to bring us silver. It's going to bring us the gift of men. It's going to bring those who are really sons and daughters of this walk, meaning those who are bet by this walk. Sons and daughters, it's not just I love you. So no, it is those who are bet by him because they died by him. The bird will bring him food. We're going back. I want to retrace my step with, with steps. And then one day, God said, okay, the food. I wonder how God thinks. It's just, he just wants man to see that you are in charge. Like, the bird could have been bringing food for life. And the Bible says the we're talking about four river heads, right? You know why the bird comes to the brook? It's an agreement. Job is, is an agreement. 
the bird would only be shown other birds are dying of thirst. God goes to a raven. Does a deal with the raven. I want you to hear this now. This is very important. Does a deal with the raven. I will show you where there is water. If you can go deliver food to my servant. The raven is coming to sow seed. Because have you heard the word bird's eyes view? When man cannot see eating treasures where there is food, the bird sees the earth. He sees food but he can't see water. Because God blinds his eyes from the water. But God says to the raven, if you locate my servant, you will locate water. You didn't hear that one, John. That one just flew past you. God says, look for my prophet. Only one man in that city at that time was God's prophet. There are others in town praying and telling people there will soon be food in, in, in the mighty name of Mr. Blah, blah, blah. In the, there will soon be food. But they were not near the water. So God tells the prophet, go to the brook. Why? I've commanded the raven. The command was a deal. I found that later in the prophet. He said, I'm the Lord God of us who summons a ravenous bird from the east. Let me tell you how we're going to prosper. We will build by the water. The birds that know where there is finances will be looking for water. They will have food, but they will have no water. They will look for us. God will say to them, if you locate my prophets, you will find water and they will bring it. We will not move an inch. How did I know that story? Look, then God says to the man of God, I love that story. God says to the man of God, God allowed the brook to run dry. The bread is not coming back because there's no water. God says, I don't care about the bread. It's not the one that brought the food I care about. I was actually going to bless human. So God says, go to Sarifat. There you will find a woman with her last food. Because it is not bread. So now does the scripture come to life? When Jesus said, consider the lilies, consider the bread, they neither toil nor spin. God does a deal with them. He said, but how much more you? God says, if I'm keeping the birds alive, even in COVID, or even in, I'm actually coming to humans. So the second shutdown is now for humans. you see so the first lockdown the famine was for the birds God says I take care of people that I don't even care about the birds he said it's not one sparrow sold for blah 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 amount he said but how much more your life so the first famine the first phase of the life of the prophet I'm gonna stop in a moment I feel it the first phase was God showing that if the birds can be fed he said now go to Sarifat and there was a woman there was a woman on Moriah because the last meal was for her and her son and Abraham had come back again and the prophet comes now you know there were four people <laughs> there were four people on Moriah in this woman's house there were four people the voice of God the prophet um, Abraham sorry the prophet Elijah sorry the prophet Abraham it was there the woman and her son were there 
and God comes now and say the prophet comes and say give me water that's cheap the woman says that's fine he said and when you are at it give me bread and the woman says this bread is my son because it's just for me and my son to eat because as far as Abraham is concerned that child was to satisfy him Abraham asked God will I die without an heir it's to satisfy me to, it's me and my child and the prophet looks at him and said do mine first sort out the life of your prophet or whatever first he said do mine first let me tell you I feel God asking me to say tonight the ravenous bird had come and is coming more and more it's coming to those who have water the prophet had no asset Pastor Sam no asset no investment nothing all he had was right location London 2020 just sitting by the water that's all he had he's just had access to water that's all and he did not create the water he did not dig the well he was just sitting by the well and God found a need the bird needs something the prophet is just sitting there by what is needed so if you are gonna drink this water you're gonna have to take food to my servant and God goes to human human now is the next thing I found out the source to the blessing locate what God is doing part-time and give your until you sacrifice your life on that Moriah nothing is gonna happen the pastor can pray for you all your life it's not gonna work I think I rest my case man I'm tired I still have a lot to say but I, I leave it I, I, say no more I'm sorry guys but I'm finished this I've just started but I'm, I'm just gonna head huh? okay wait wait Pastor Sam has insisted he said no and since he's the senior pastor I was just starting my story actually if this was Ashburnham I'm just starting so the, the prophet gets to the house and the woman said this is me and my son and another Moriah encounter this second Moriah encounter will lead to economic power I need that scripture actually it is not a seed raising script let me tell you I understand Raven I'm not looking for givers club to give if you don't you don't but I know what the last three months of this year mean he's already told me what the October November seed will be I know it I know that how you win in life is finding this kind of truth he gets to the woman's house and he tells the woman God I told you to provide for me and the woman never heard God because actually she was preparing because she wouldn't hear God until she sees the servant of God are you ready with our scripture talk to me then the word of the Lord came to him saying what did he say arise go to Zarephath uh -huh. which belongs to Sidon and dwell there uh -huh. see I have commanded a widow there. please did you see the command the widow didn't know the guy was coming. He said, I've commanded. So how did he command? The famine is a command. You having the last thing in your hand is a command. The fact that it's the last and it takes my life and my child's life is the command because you didn't see the command. The widow was not ready. Okay, let's see now if, in case you don't believe. See. So you, the first season of famine you missed, you missed the command. Famine is a law. And everybody around you is created to make you, make you miss the command. See, I've commanded. I need you to read that scripture again so that when we get into the story, we know it didn't command, but it commanded. 
See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. Uh-huh. So he arose and went so again, to Zarephath. Can I ask you, what would you have thought happened that the widow was sleeping and God said, My daughter, my daughter, arise, the widow is coming. I mean, the servant of God was coming. That's what you thought. Go, go on, please. And when he came to the gate of the city, uh-huh. indeed, a widow was there gathering sticks. Yeah. And he called to her and said, Please, bring me a little water in a cup uh-huh. that I may drink. Yeah. And as she was going to get it, he called her and said, I think God always just asks for more. That's what I think. And given I pass someone a house, they just say, and this is not raising any money. You know, if you're near, you're watching, you can't even give to Spark Nation. You can't give to me. So don't let any foolish person tell you, oh, they are trying to get money from the public. What public? Do the public have money? The moment they refer to you as public, the next word is another P word, which is poverty. And the next one is another P word, which you can imagine. Public. And also this is for fun from public. That's what conservative and labor do. It's not what the church does. Prosperity is never next to the word public. Have you ever seen a word called the prosperous public? They will never use public for prosperous. You see public toilet, public this, public that. Talk to me, please. And as she was going to get it, he called her and said, yeah. please bring me a morsel of bread he in your hand. He asked for more. He started with water. Then he said, please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand and let's see what she says. So she said, as the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread. You, you, thank God you guys call bread money now. So your given time is when you don't have bread. He said, as the Lord your God, does that sound like a woman that has been commanded by God? What she would have said is, yeah, actually, actually, in my dream yesterday, God said, I will meet your need. No, he said, listen, I use the God who said he's commanded you. I use him to swear, I don't bread, I don't have bread. As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread. Uh-huh. Only a handful of flour in a bin. I only have time to process, to look for a bread, to make it. He doesn't have bread. But I have flowers, I have time, I have job, I have whatever, and I'm going to mix it into bread for you. Only a handful of flour in a bin and what? A little oil in a jar. Fluidity. You know what oil does, right? But let's leave that. I don't want to preach longer. I've already preached for a church today, one hour, you know. And see. I am gathering a couple of sticks Uh that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son. Please tell me this is not Abraham. They took the stick on system. They gathered the stick to burn Isaac as a sacrifice. I'm gathering sticks to prepare for myself and my son. That what may happen? That we may eat it and die. In other words, either I, Abraham took Isaac to the mountain or not, they will die. Either our parents sacrifice us to God or not, we will still die. 
either you run from death or not death will still kill us in this country we will still die in death it doesn't matter any way you try to escape you <laughs> you'll still die either you're killed by the death or you are killed by mediocrity well nobody dies average in this country without death on their head the Lord your God lives, my son, and we may eat and die. Uh huh. And Elijah said to him, What did he say? Do not fear. Uh huh. Go and do as you have said. So fear is why people don't give, right? He said, Do not fear. Go and do as you have said, but make me a small cake from and it. Bring first. it to me. And afterward, make some for yourself. It's going to be son. me first, then it will be you and your son first. Turn that to modern day pastors who say, These pastors are terrible. Yes, we are. Look at this. I just believe God tonight. But I was telling you a story actually. We were in Isaac. Sin makes the earth master us. The Lamb of God makes us master the earth. Those who have received, let me close with that scripture, abundance of grace. It takes grace to be a giver. It's grace. Everybody else says, I don't have bread. Go Those who have received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. And Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him as righteousness. So it wasn't his perfection. It was his faith. What am I saying tonight? God is going to test the new generation that comes after 40. It's going to test them if they will be the generation it can come true. And I want to take this generation to Moriah. I don't care about my doubt or yours. I just know that man being a spiritual being but designed as human. And as long as we don't take our position, guess what would happen? The earth will master us. Read that scripture, please. You know, I can't get over the birds. Why they served Elijah. Can't get over what God can do with the life of an obedient one. Prosperity will come to you by the brook cherries. Pastor, finish this. It's okay. Guys, I have more to say, but it's all right. It's okay. You'll be fine. That's all I have to say. You will be fine. You'll make it. Nation family, in just a moment, we're going to go back to the place of worship. And I'm not going to continue with the word tonight. I'm actually just going to bring you to attention. We have this month. And in this month, I think now, and based on the word that we've heard tonight, there, are, there is a crossover. There's a generation that God wants to come through. But you see, that generation must also understand that the seed must meet the lamb. So therefore, it's a journey. It's a three days journey. Did you hear? So when you look at the end of the year now, and you look at the journey that the nation family is about to go on, it's a three days journey to Moriah. 
So for me now and for you that are watching every head of family to every family member, no matter who you are now, it is the time to see whether you can then get into your, yourself into a position where your seed can meet the lamb. You see, there's many people that can talk and say we love nation family or we love this but over the years i've seen one thing consistent with god the words that somebody has to say is irrelevant when god wants to do a thing in the nation when god wants to transition us over there is a there is a call that he puts in the heart of men and tonight we've seen abraham's pop up from abraham to elijah we've seen them pop up and everything that just continues to speak to me is that the bird will supply those who are sitting in the right location that are sitting by the water so god tells us tonight can you sit by the water can you sit by what he has supplied you to sit by and know that the world those who are stingy you know ravens by nature they're stingy but those who are stingy are coming to feed those that are positioned by where God has placed them. Remember, the one thing we learned was purpose is role. Purpose is role. And tonight, and I, that's what I thought, tonight, from tonight, we're going to enter into a new word explosion. And that's why I'm saying to you now, can you just be sat? sat and positioned by the water because God wants to send ravens to the nation family you know we've had first phase and if you think that COVID was a, is a season by accident then you're totally wrong God has designed this season and ravens have been made agreement with God to feed certain people in the nation family you see the ravens are coming Ravens are coming to feed certain people in the nation family that just have decided to sit. And that's why you know that you can speak all the words of love for the heads of family or for PT or for the way that the nation does its thing. But God looks at your positioning tonight and says, Are you set where I have instructed you to sit? So what's tonight worship? Tonight worship is very, very strategic for me. As we begin to spend a little bit of time in worship, it is actually a moment that you can begin to tilt. You can begin to change. You can begin to redirect the certain things that God wanted you to sit by. And he says to you tonight through instruction, through the instruction of worship, that actually I want to begin to show you how to position yourself in the next phase. He's going to show you exactly how he wants you to approach this month, the next month, the next um, few months of the year. He wants to teach you right now in this moment of worship as we get ready for a word explosion Thursday, Friday, from all the way through to Sunday. I'm telling you now, he wants to position you so that you will know how to position yourself for the rest of this year and the raven can make agreement with God because remember, God cannot summon the raven until his servant is seated where he needs to be seated. There are certain things, businesses, that will be seated in just the right position. Remember this, that's not activity, no. You are seated by the water, the water of the word. The word for that business will come as long as you will sit. 
and this is what this word explosion is designed for to carry you through the local famine so that in this season you will be able to be fed the things that God wants you to rise in you will be able to rise in because you have decided to sit by the brook Cherif and even when the brook Cherif dries up you're just still seated until you hear God begin to command you to enter into this town because there's a widow there that he has commanded a meal for you and at that moment on the three day journey there will be a feeding that takes place on Mariah because there are four men oh my god so what is God raising men who have mastered the earth but these men who have mastered are not men who are activity people they are men who know how to sit in the place that God has told them to sit so masters are beginning to rise this time in this second phase of whatever you want to call it God is beginning to raise masters spiritual beings that have taken the body of man and they have learned how to master the earth and guess what they've known how to dig wells in 2019 we had dug wells and philistines came to pour earth in those wells but god says will you dig those wells again so that you can i can pour water oh my god in those wells and make deals with the ravens oh i begin to understand now but this now is not wells that are outside of you these wells are on the inside of you rivers begin to flow from the inside and the the only place the raven can come is to you because that is where the water that is where the river actually is the river is on the inside of you and wherever you are right now i want you to know that as we go into worship god is trying to position you to sit you down so that the river can overflow out of your belly shall flow rivers god is reigniting rivers tonight he's reigniting rivers so that they he can make arrangements with the ravens so that they can bring you the food oh my god he can bring you the food that is designed to be sacrificed so that we can eventually get to mariah oh my god oh my god i hope you're listening to me wherever you are tonight that's right that's right go for it every home every nation now worshiping god he's going to position you reigniting walls tonight reigniting rivers this is the opening of word explosion and god wants to sit you by the river tonight oh my god Maliata. every house every national oh my god there is a there's a river flowing tonight this is the opening of a word explosion a, a the seven of god that begins to master the earth oh my god Son. Living 
The next few days is where the explosion. And we're going from tonight to Sunday all the way through. But as we were just praying and worshiping, and I hope you're praying and worshiping in your home as well, I see the rivers being ignited tonight, reignited tonight to flow out of you. There's a covenant that God wants to make with ravens. But he cannot make those covenants until you are seated. And rivers are available because remember, they do not die of hunger, they die of thirsts. While every other bird will be starving. And listen to this, so let me just make it layman terms for you. So there will be men that will be specifically designed to locate you. There will be businesses specifically designed to locate you. There will be individuals, right men, I keep hearing the word right men, designed to locate you, but they're not coming to a visible man. They're coming to a seated one. They're not coming to somebody that feels like they can put on the garment of religion. No, they're coming to a servant of God that understands earth. And that's what Isaac was. Isaac had to understand that it's no longer time for Egypt because Egypt is coming to meet you by the well. They're coming to meet you because they know that you have the supply of water that they need. And when Jesus turns to the woman at the well, oh my God, she turns to the evangelist and the evangelist says to him, oh, our masters worship at this well. But you see, he was not looking for a woman who can worship. He was looking for a woman who can master. And he said to her that, look, I already have the water, but I need the earth to pour into and that is where we are tonight is looking and saying as we worship just a little bit more can you be the person that I can have positioned by water in order for you to go back and take this water to the earth and begin to be fed from it because there's still a seed that God is looking for us from this last year so now we're going into this season and I want every home I can't I can't just fathom how important this worship is right now i hope you're ready to worship okay i'm gonna leave the living stone to worship now are you ready let's worship god right now 